radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week four preview show fantasy football scoop and poop all right that was a good poop that was a energetic poop um I, i like to start my day off with an energetic poop it's uh that's how i like to start Get you up in the morning. As long as it happens before I hit the shower, because if it's 15 minutes later, it just it was a waste of a shower. Yeah, I, I feel that. Absolutely. Well, I am your host, Tony, and with uh, with me as always is Bishop and Micah. And uh, I don't know if uh, <laughs> the Bears were the worst team in the league last year. They had the number one overall pick. They spent big money on the defense. Uh, they paid big money for two uh, linebackers. They paid big money for Yannick Ngakwe. And they the might have a worse defense than last season, Bishop. Yeah, it's uh, very possible. They could be like 0-7. There hasn't been an 0-17 team yet, right, since they expanded the schedule. Uh, no, no. Uh, the last team to go over was uh, Micah's Detroit Lions. I am actually the Browns. I'm, yeah, I'm sure Browns have done it too, but uh, I am actively rooting for the O and seventeen. Like this team should be embarrassed by like every metric, and they need to hang that over their head. O and seventeen. Yeah, uh, I mean. They have the, the the Broncos coming into Soldier Field this week. And the Broncos, who lost by 50 points, they gave up 70 points to Miami last week. Um, the Broncos are favored by, like, three and a half points. <laughs> like, I'm... It's, if you think about it, like, the Bears scored, like, those... I think they scored 10 points last week. And it was like at the very end of the game, right? It was like almost meaningless. That loss to me is more embarrassing than a Denver loss because Denver still put up 20 points, right? Right. They they lost by 50. 
we almost lost by 50 if it wasn't for like the last like three minutes of the fourth quarter, right? Like it was a blowout and Kansas City gave up. Like if Kansas City puts up more points, we have a bigger margin of uh, loss. Even though, I mean, we got shut out. We would have gotten shut out. Yeah. And I, I do apologize, Micah. It, it appears that the Cleveland Browns did go winless after your Lions did. Um, so my bad on that one. I, I don't remember that winless Browns. Neither do I. That's strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Lions fans went to <laughs> Cleveland to be part of the 0-16 Browns parade to the dog pounded. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I, I seem to remember a story like Budweiser gave away free beer if they went winless. Does that ring a bell to anybody else? Uh, I don't remember that, but I wouldn't be shocked because they have to do creative things to, to sell their beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that that's a real thing. I, I will do my best to look that up. But, uh, well, um, we're going to have a very eventful waiver wire, so let's just get right into it. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to the week four waiver wire edition. I had to clear my throat because this is going to be a long one. A long and complicated one. Uh, we're going to start off with the highest bid in our league's history. Yes. With Team Taylor acquiring Devon Achan uh, and releasing Jarek McKinnon. For $100. That is all of his waiver wire on this player. You guys must have thoughts on this. Please share them. I am shocked uh, that Worm was one who did this. I'm kind of surprised BDI hasn't already done it before. But if you said someone is going to spend 100 fab on a guy, uh, I would not be thinking Worm. <laughs> um. I'm going to just echo that sentiment. And we uh, we have all known Worm for a very long time. Bishop, you've known him his entire life. Uh, and you know that your brother, Worm, is very cheap. Very I would use the word frugal. Frugal? Yeah, that's the word we're going to use? Okay. Yes, yeah, we're going to use that. Very, very fiscally responsible and conservative. Let's just say that. Um, and, I mean... There were some other crazy bids out there. There's half, more than half the league bid on this guy. But this has never happened in our, 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 our league's history. Uh, the fab thing is probably, I don't know, it still feels like it's pretty new to us. But um, yeah, $100, his entire budget on one guy it is definitely a bold move for a guy who uh up until this week only had one carry <laughs> and they don't play denver every week so it should be interesting um and i dropped him two weeks ago so i'm kind of pissed <laughs> about that but anyway <laughs> did either of you bid and if so how much <clears throat> i did 47 47 wow uh, I, I threw out a meme bid. I think I was the $18 bid, I want to say. Interesting. Um, more more reasonable. Yeah, I, 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 I did not bid on the guy. So I would say it's kind of like a flash in the pan kind of thing to me, but hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I guess let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, obviously he I had a, a smash game here, like a spike game, but 
like how how sustainable is even half of that? I I would venture to say it's I, I I don't I don't see it happening again. Just just to throw that out there. I would say it's very sustainable, not to that degree, but I think the person behind, uh, ahead of him in, in the depth chart is Raheem Mostert, who is no like uh, yeah. like you know he's often injured. Let's put it that way. So you're like one turf toe, one hamstring away from having the lion's share of the dolphins. LOL, two animals. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, the dolphins backfield, right? So like, to me, I can understand like a high bid. That's why I thought I did. I threw out the 47 because I was like, it's it's a shot in the dark. It's worth having on a guy. You're basically betting against Mostert staying healthy. Sure. But I'm not a hundred dollar confident in Mostert getting hurt. So, props right. uh, to uh, worm big balls, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> now, if if Mostert got hurt in this game, I could totally see that that hundred dollar bid being justifiable. But like, let's look at all the things that went right for them. Uh, Denver just decided not to tackle. That that's one. Uh, Jalen Waddle was not playing that game so there's another there's another guy that's going to take touches away uh it's just like he hit some home run balls and just he just nobody tackled him i mean sure he's a rookie he's got that going for him uh he's fast he's got that going for him he's in a high octane offense but i wouldn't be surprised if this guy scores like three points next week would you oh definitely he he definitely won't, but I think you're betting on the Mostert injury. Sure. That's how I view it. I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, all right, let's go to the next one because this is going to take a while. Uh, next up, we have Robot Unicorn Attack acquiring Josh Palmer, wide receiver from the Chargers, and releasing Robert Woods for $30. I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm assuming this is because of the Mike Williams injury. Uh, yeah, and if you looked on the failed bids, there was a, a matching $30 bid here for this guy. So K-Wall somehow, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. I don't know if we ever got clarity on that. Is it just like I thought it was the first guy, stamp. The first guy yeah. that does it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the first claim. All right, well, props to K-Wall for pricing it right. Um, I believe K-Wall also has Keenan Allen, Bishop, so he just wants the entire Chargers offense here, apparently. He almost didn't get it because next up we have me, Nitro, acquiring a man named Quinton Johnston, a wide receiver from the Chargers, and releasing Dallas Goddard for $18. I honestly thought he was the number two. I didn't even know this, uh, whatever his name, Josh Palmer existed. So whatever, I only spent 18 at least. It's something. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Tony's Artificial Intelligence acquiring Houston Texans quarterback, releasing Detroit Lions quarterback. Interesting. For $4. Tony, please elaborate on this. All right. So CJ Stroud is a rookie. Uh, he's playing on a bad team who's going to throw a lot. Um, he's doing well. Uh, he could be a potential superstar, I'm thinking here, Bishop. And uh, I know Jared Goff is not. So um, I'm going to take the upside here. And if he turns out to be a player, I could probably trade him. So that's 
That's my thinking. I didn't think I was going to get them for the four bucks. Uh, looks like somebody bid a zero dollar bid. So, um, yeah, I just know it's uh, it's an upside play. I like I like what I see so far out of this guy. Uh, next up, we've got Michael Black being frugal as shit, uh, putting some zero dollar bids. He released the Rams quarterback and picked up New England quarterback. And released Juju Smith-Schuster and acquired Sam Laporta, tight end from Detroit. Micah, tell us about it. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Oh, I'll tell you all about it, pal. So, uh, <laughs> Mac Jones isn't uh, too impressive, but uh, Matthew Stafford's not looking good. I went with bi-week matchups, so I picked up Mac Jones for free. Figured no one else would bid on him, but I'll just seal the deal with a $0 bid. And then with Mr. Sam Laporta, man, this kid's on the rise. Um, he's going to keep getting better, and I needed an insurance policy in the event that my receivers continue to be ignored. And I also figured he would likely be under the radar of everyone else, being a tight end and a lion, so I figured I could just get him for free. We're correct on that. <laughs> Did you see that lines... uh, Mac Jones got caught sack-tapping Sauce Gardner, like on video? Like, like... <laughs> No, yeah, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, I sure like, there's like a video about like getting like helmet or like punched in the nuts or something like that. Yeah, and that's the same guy that kicked a Bears player in the nuts last year. I don't know if you remember that, uh-huh. Bishop. That doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. But uh that probably brings Micah's Lions total up to like what, two or three now? Oh, I've got about fifty percent of my roster's lions, man. It's gonna be <laughs> okay. great. There we go. Or down the field, brother. All right, now we're going to go into our uh, three moves. We've got Tony going through a, a roller coaster here, uh, releasing Ezekiel Elliott, running back from New England, and picking up Dare a Gun Bully, running back from Houston, and then releasing this Dare a Gun Bully and acquiring Ezekiel Elliott again. Tony, what were you thinking? Uh, you know, I, I just had a feeling about Dare Agumbawale. I thought he was going to be a superstar. Uh, he, he was on the come, and then I immediately changed my mind and uh, had to pick back up Zeke Elliott. Um, no, I just I just really wanted to hear you try and pronounce his name. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Ogunbole. I like that one. I might pick him up next week. Uh, let's see. We've also got uh, Giuseppe releasing the Titans quarterback and picking up the Detroit Lions quarterback. That should be interesting. And lastly, we have BDI's team name releasing Chuba Hubbard, who he just started, and acquiring the Jarek McKinnon, who dominated <laughs> against the Bears. I don't think he realizes the Chiefs don't play the Bears this week. But uh, anyway, that'll conclude your waiver wire for week four. Wow, that that was a good one, Bishop. Uh, do you need to take a break here? You need uh, to catch your breath. No, I'm on my like six wind. <laughs> There's a letter in your mailbox. All right, we got a couple emails here. Uh, starting with uh, Killer Dan Kowalski with the robot or the unicorn emoji, and uh, it reads seventy exclamation mark Miami's kicker 
10 points, 10 extra points. <laughs> 10 touchdowns, Bishop. That's insane. Um, does Caleb Williams want to come to Chicago? <laughs> that is like the hot quarterback prospect, right? Is that the one that the Cardinals are trying to tank for? Is that, is that correct? Yeah, the USC guy. USC. Thank you, Santino. 18 for 215. I think that's a Keenan Allen reference. Uh, I believe we we all thought he was going to keep Keenan Allen, and he ended up changing to uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, he keeps going here. Hey, DJ Moore caught a pass, and it's uh, three applause emojis. Dallas D, da-da-dud of the week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we didn't talk much about that, but uh, the Cowboys lost to Arizona. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I saw that one coming. You did? Oh, you should have bet it. You yeah, dude, Arizona's not. Arizona's pretty good, man. Okay. Uh, he keeps going here. Why is RT Sports app the worst application to ever be coded? Um, I don't use the app. Do you guys use the app? I just use the the website on my phone. Yeah. I downloaded the app once. Uh, it wasn't any, I mean, it wasn't an improvement with the website. So I was just taking up space on my phone. I can do the website just fine. Yeah. I just, just, just go with the website. Okay. Well, forget that app. <clears throat> and he keeps going. Just total and complete dog shit. I guess he's talking about the app still. Well, that's not an ideal start to the evening. Devante Adams, PT Peer. You know what that is. Dano, prime time player. Jimmy G, not so much. Uh, I think he's concussed now, too. Another Balls Mahoney dogfight. GG's. And then he finishes. Hold on to the night. There will be no shame. Again, I think he's writing a novel here. <clears throat> and our next email. Uh, Hattori Hanzo sends in a clip or an email here. Uh, he says, question for Tonius. How many sleeps and shots of bleach did it take to get over losing to BDI on Monday Night Football by one fucking point? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I got bad news for you, Micah. Uh, I have washed my hands with industrial cleaners. Uh, I, I, have, I have soaked in a bleach bath, and I still smell the loss on my skin. To this day, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it gets better for you, buddy. Yeah, that is unfortunate. I'll have to uh, find my way to Minnesota so I can cleanse myself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely. That 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 might be the way to go. Uh, is that the boat? Is that the the sex boat cruise that the Vikings got in trouble with like 20 years ago do you guys remember and it's that? prince's uh where prince oh, yeah. went in, in purple rain yeah yeah it's a purple rain quote and it is also a <laughs> cruise where certain <laughs> acts of lewdness may or may not have transpired yeah allegedly chester taylor was like <laughs> fred smoot fred the smoot. captain yes that was it. <laughs> all right uh Giuseppe did send in a clip so let's let's listen to that What's up, guys? Giuseppe here. Would you believe that we have reached week four in the NFL season, and with that, our first London game of the year? 
And I ask you boys across the pond this question. What do you find more annoying, the double Monday night football games or the early starts for the one London game every year? Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. Thanks, boys. I'm actually going to throw this to you, Micah, because you're on West Coast time. So talk about the London game experience for you. And like, what do you what do you hate more, the double Monday night or the London games? So I'm actually neutral on both. Uh, we've already discussed the double Monday night game, but with the London game, there are always like trash games that I don't care about. So I just uh, I just wake up and check my fantasy score if anybody going. I don't care about them at all. If the Lions went to London, they may go on vacation there or something. But other than that, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to watch it. Bishop, what do you what do you say? Oh, I definitely hate the London games. I um, I'm usually busy Sunday morning, so I'm that's when I get all my stuff done, so I can watch football. And when there's stuff to do when I can't watch football, then it's like, oh, I'm done. I'm just thankful that like, it's never a team I, I usually care about. It's always Jacksonville for yeah. some reason. That's like their their home game. Well, isn't Jacksonville playing their next two games in London? I think that's accurate. I think they're. they're... I think... Yeah, they play multiple times in London a year. I'm aware of that. Right. It's at least two or three. There's well, always rumors that they're going to move him there too. Like it's been like chatted the past couple of years. I think they should move the Bears there. <laughs> Send them over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Um, the Liverpudlian Bears. Yeah. <laughs> the Tottenham Bur- uh, Bears. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Um, no, I, I hate I hate the double Monday nights. I I can get down with the, with the London games. Like I I usually wake up late on Sundays, so like if I wake up and there's football on, that's 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 a win for me actually. So I uh, I go the other way here. I hate the double Monday nights. So, but thank you, Giuseppe, for taking the time. Uh, the audio was much better this week. Uh, you didn't sound like you were in an empty racquetball court this this week. So I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about prediction results. Um, not a great week again for us. I don't think we've had a week where we've like gotten more than three correct. But I led the way with three correct. Uh, Micah had two correct. And Bishop, only one correct, sir. You are uh, in shame here with one correct prediction. Yeah, I'm going to start taking this way more seriously. Like, so be prepared. <laughs> um, so season long total, I have taken the lead with eight. Correct. Again, that's, that's terrible. Actually. Uh, Micah with seven. Correct. And Bishop with six. Correct. So like I've had eight. Correct. And there's been, there's six games every week. So my math says <laughs> I've only correctly predicted half of the games. That's <laughs> that's pretty bad. Oof. Better than me. Hard to predict chaos. Yeah, you got that right. <clears throat> All right, so this is the last week of intra-divisional play. So this is uh, after this week, we break off into the other divisions uh, we get to beat up on other other divisions, so we're gonna start it off as always in the balls Mahoney, uh, and we're gonna start with Turtles Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus my artificially intelligent, and I should mention I am a seven point favorite Bishop, 
So what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, for me, this one is uh, a layup for Tony. Uh, I see that the was that the win probability is 75, which is like crazy high number until we get to a later game, which I'm surprised that one's even higher. We'll talk about that one later. Uh, you're starting Puka Nuqua, whatever his name is, and they're playing the Colts, so that should be a good game. And this is probably the last week you'll get any use out of him because I think the week after that, Cooper Cup comes back, so that should be interesting. I see you got your boy TJ Hawkins back in your lineup. Uh, I don't know why you took him out, but I'm glad he's back in. Uh, Jalen Waddle, I thought, is unconcussed or is about to be unconcussed. So, I don't know. I'm assuming you'll get him in there somewhere. Uh, but as far as Turtles team, like, I don't know. He's got two good receivers. Like, the, the cornerstone of Turtles team was his receivers, and he's starting two of them this week. He still has A.J. Dillon, Javonta Williams, and, and Kenneth Walker. So now he's going to th- three running back formation when two of them suck. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Tony on this one. How about you, Micah? What do you think? Yeah, I've got uh, on my notes here, I've picked Tony as well. Um, I do like Turtles' uh, combo of Jefferson and, and the Sun God there. But for whatever reason, man, the rest of his roster can't really get it done for him so far this season. Um, Kenneth Walker's uh, definitely showing some life. But uh, I actually kind of want to pick Turtle just to say, hey, you got to get a win in there somewhere. But um, look at the match of three guys on Thursday, and uh, I'm very biased, but I think that the Packers may be on uh, the bad side of that result there. But uh, TJ Hawkins is probably going to do well. That Puka Nakua doing good. And Jalen Hurts, they're playing, they're, they're playing the Redskins or the Commanders, whatever the hell they're called now. <laughs> he's good for He's going to get at least three touchdowns. Uh, either it's by air, by land, it's it's the points are going to be there. And, uh, you know, his uh, Lamar Jackson's got up against the Browns. So I think uh, he might put up a good effort, but uh, I think Tony comes away with the win. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree. I think I, I get another W here. Um, I, I see some, some interesting things on his team. Uh, Javante Williams is, has not looked good. The, the Broncos have not looked good, but, uh, they do play the bears this week. So, uh, they, they could have a get right, get right game there. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that he's playing AJ Dillon yet again. Uh, he was shit last week when he was like the guy. And now it looks like Aaron Jones might come back. Uh, so I, am expecting him to make a change here. I think he's going to play alligator or, uh, Tank Dell, I guess his name is. It says his name is Nathaniel Dell, but I, I, everybody calls him Tank. Bishop. Oh, I was going to call him Nate Dell. Nate Dell? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think he sh- I think he's going to make that switch. I don't think he's going to roll with three running backs this week. Um, but you, you mentioned it, Micah. I will start Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, the Cleveland Browns defense is a force to be reckoned with this season. Uh, Baltimore is, like, incredibly injured right now. Uh, and if you look at the over-under there, 40 and a half points in an NFL game. Uh, Vegas doesn't think it, there's going to be many points, and neither do I. So I think I have the edge there. And uh, I'm not sure what to do with Jalen Waddell. I, I, I mentioned I was pissed off 
with him a couple weeks ago. Um, but seeing that like offensive explosion last week, uh, this could be a high scoring game. He might see my lineup. Uh, so I, ha- I have to I have to ponder that one, but uh, I think I win this week, and I don't think it's particularly close either. Sorry, turtle. Go to the next matchup, and we have Kowalski's robot unicorn attack versus Bishop's nitro. And Micah, Bishop is only a four point favorite, and uh, a fifty five percent chance to win according to rt sports um what do you think about this this is a lot closer than uh than you would think at first glance yeah i mean i think it should be a fairly uh balanced matchup uh as of late with the way some of these guys have been playing um the Winkley uh right now on his team uh kyron williams he had a down week maybe he could replicate that um, but Josh Jacobs has done a whole lot of nothing this year so far, but this could be, uh, the time that he breaks out against the chargers, uh, uh, Broncos against the bears. Well, that's, that's, that's going to be crazy. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, are the Broncos that bad? Are the bears going to be that bad? It could be a shit game. It could be lopsided. That's, that's like a wild card right there. Um, Nitro has, I think, the more balanced roster. A lot of the guys you can really count on. But um, I'm going to pick Kowalski to edge out uh, Nitro this week. Interesting. And I, I, partially because I think this is where, uh, I think this is the week where Josh Jacobs finally sees a spark of life and and uh, resumes. Because he also, uh, he started slow last year, which is why I traded him. I believe we're at the same point where I traded him last year where he did shit and he was behind Michael Carter <laughs> in scoring. And uh he's a he's a late starter, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him to to kind of go off uh, off this week uh, and put him over the top in the matchup. All right. Um I think this is gonna be a very close game. Uh I I actually don't like uh K Wall playing um Russell Wilson here. I know I know it's against the Bears and I know they're terrible. But Tennessee is might be worse in the secondary. They're not going to run anything in in Cincinnati. I think uh I think this is a a big game for uh Mr. Joe Cool, Joe Burrow here. And uh Bishop, I think you got some tough matchups here, bud. Uh James Conner versus the 49ers. Uh Tony Pollard versus the the New England Patriots and Mike Evans versus uh, Tampa Bay or uh, New Orleans. Uh, Mike Evans always gets ejected, right? He always fights with uh, Marshawn Lattimore, so he might he might get ejected in the first quarter here. <laughs> there might be blows uh, flying all on the field. I actually think K Wall is going to win. I think Keenan Allen's been on fire, and Vegas is a dumpster fire. Uh, Travis Kelsey's going to destroy the jets on uh sunday night football and uh and you are a coward sir you 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 have two jets in your lineup and you have yet to play either one of them so i i will take k wall in this one well i'm sorry boys because we're gonna make this one a sweep i am also taking kowalski he has very favorable matchups and i have the opposite of that 
the Josh, the uh, what is it, Josh Jacobs, like Micah mentioned against the Chargers is very good. Uh, his he's got a lot of Rams, uh, Colts in action, and they're playing each other. And apparently, the over under that game is forty six and a half. The Raiders uh, Chargers is forty eight and a half, so they predict at least a high scoring game. All of my games are low 40s, so uh, except for maybe Tyreek Hill, Buffalo, Miami. But uh, yeah, I have terrible matchups and I'm going to lose. But I might be benching Mike Evans for the newly acquired Quinton Johnston, so we'll see. Ooh. I'm still going to keep my uh, Jets on the sideline and wait for them to finish baking. No Jets, huh? You're, you're still no jets. still scared of the Jets. Interesting. I haven't lost yet, so I'm going to keep him on the bench. Maybe if I lose one, I'll start one. All right. Well, we'll see next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get go to the Shula here. We have uh, McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Giuseppe's Ted Lasso Way. Um, Giuseppe coming off the world's worst fantasy owner. He's a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Um. 58% chance to win, according to RT Sports. Uh, he's getting Aaron Jones back. Uh, looks like he's playing uh, Jerry Judy versus the Bears. Oh, boy. And I see uh, <laughs> Garrett Wilson still in the lineup here for McLean. That, I, I think that one could be ugly. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Giuseppe here. I think he gets off the schneid. Um I do like uh, I do like B. John to have a good week this week. I think Jacksonville's been pretty shitty the past couple weeks, and um, yeah, give me give me give me Giuseppe here. I think he'll win. Um, I'll jump in here. Uh, I think McLean can win. Like I agree with you, it's going to be an ugly game. He's starting two two Atwell. Please stop. But. He has the uh, he. We know he's usually a late lineup setter. He has uh, the quarterback from the Colts. Uh, what was that guy's name again? Richardson. Yeah, with the great mustache. No, 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 not him. The other one, the good one. <laughs> oh, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew on his bench. Uh, once that gets inserted into a starting lineup, which we all know it will. Uh, I think nothing is going to stop McLean this week. I'm sorry, Giuseppe, but uh, you can't beat a good mustache. Yeah, there is a bit to to process here because uh, Giuseppe also has a potential weakness with Aaron Jones, who might not play. I don't think he's been officially cleared. I believe he's still questionable. And his other options are not good. Um, Khalil Herbert, Kenneth Gainwell, Justice Hill, and Sam G. P. Ryan. On the other side, there, um, Garrett Wilson, he might like suspicious, like, uh, like have some good garbage time because at some point in time, the Chiefs are just going to stop playing because the Jets have no offense now. So maybe they'll get some like garbage time uh, production. Um, I don't think Derrick Henry will be as uh, as bad as he was last week. That was an anomaly. Uh, Kenny Pickett doesn't, you know, uh, I kind of echo the uh, previous comments. Not much going on with Kenny Pickett, so I'm going to assume he's probably also going to do a swamp. But I like um, hard to bet against Mahomes, although he's been kind of 
quiet as for Mahomes so far, but uh, Jets have a really good defense. But I, I think uh, I think the Chiefs uh, make pretty easy work of the Jets. Uh, I think Bijan bounces back. And I will say that uh, Giuseppe wins in a squeaker. Just squeaks by him. Awesome! By one point on Monday Night Football. <laughs> this is just about any Monday night, guys. Can, can that happen? I don't know. Nothing I, Monday night, so whatever. There's only one Monday night game this week, thank God. So, All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have Bob's Cocksockers versus Matt's Team Spam. And Bobby Big Balls here is a five-point favorite, 63% chance to win. Uh, he is still in the triple 49er formation. Uh, Bishop... Um, what do you think is going to happen here? Do you think Tua can bail out Matt yet again? Well, when it comes to Bob's team, you only have to look at the Niners and who they're playing. That's your best indicator of how well Bob's team will do. And they're at the Niners. I'm sorry. They're at home against (laughs) Arizona. Looking at the wrong screen. Sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah. It's a pretty tough matchup, 44-point over-under. I don't think they expect a lot of scoring to be done. Uh, Tony likes to think Arizona is a terrible team. I think they're not terrible. Uh, so that's a pretty good indicator. But Matt's running backs have struggled. Like Tua has carried his team. Uh, the aforementioned uh, TJ Higgins, whatever his name is, T. Higgins, who's terrible at football, apparently, and Drake London. I don't even know if Atlanta throws the ball. I thought they'd just run the the whole time. Uh, Between bad running backs and mediocre receivers, he needs needs five touchdowns from Tua again. Uh, I don't think he could do that again. Well, he might. I don't know. But, uh, man, but Bob's quarterback situation is so terrible. But they're playing Denver, so maybe – I don't think Justin Fields has – five touchdowns at him either uh i'll take bob why not let's go with the underdog what do you guys got i'll jump well, in last here. week oh go for it okay uh, let me take this one micah uh i think bob wins but interesting play here drake london is playing in london did you think oh, about that, Bishop? Revenge game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did not. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Matt's team, I I don't like it. I, I, I love Tua. I love DK Metcalf, but that's about it. Uh, Alexander Madison is going to start losing work once, uh, once um, Cam Akers gets into the offense here. I, I he he is going to 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 lose some touches. I think it, it starts this week. Uh, yeah, the 49ers are going to roll here against uh, against the Cardinals, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Fields rushed for two touchdowns. I don't think he'll throw any, but uh, I could see him running a couple in. So I'm going to take Bobby here, Bobby Big Balls. Yeah, Justin Fields uh, definitely doesn't. Uh inspire much confidence but i do not think tua can replicate anywhere near did last week against the bills so they might kind of cancel each other out in particular uh bobby big balls i think has the better top to down roster 
Uh, Swift has found new life in Philadelphia, so good for him. I thought his career was pretty much washed, but he's resurging. Uh, we, mocked, we mocked the whole uh, triple minors last week. That was a pretty big success. Um, Arizona is better than people think, uh, but they do give up points. I think his his guys have an opportunity uh, to kind of put him into more of those uh, triple triple double digits again, potentially. And in particular, since T. Higgins can't catch anymore on the other side. And Ramonde Stevenson has to go against the Cowboys defense. So I like uh, I like Bobby Bigwells this week. All right, that's a sweep for Triple B. I think let's call him Triple B. What do you th- what do you guys think about that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, better okay. business bureau. <laughs> let's, let's see. We have to uh, we have to consult the Magic Eight Ball or Triple S. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes. Santino has blessed us with uh, with his his permission here. Uh, speaking of Santino, let's go to the Dicka. And we have BDI's Nick Space Her versus Santino's <laughs> Worm Frederick. No, wrong button. Damn it. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yes. Uh, yes. Santino's Lucky Wolf. And uh, this is quite interesting. It says that BDI is a two-point favorite, right? Not, not, not much here. But the probability is... 89% bishop for or I guess Micah you lead this one off. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I'm choking up cuz I don't quite understand here. 89% probability but only a 2 point favorite Micah. Well, I think RT Sports like uh got duped by the uh <coughs> BDI math program on late night television infomercials cuz that does not make any sense. No, it doesn't. But when you look at the rosters, uh, if he can keep that steady hand, he said, let me Jerome Ford, let's see if he's been updated. So he's questionable at the shoulder. Um, he's done impressively well in Nick Chubb's absence. Um, rather, they could continue that uh, success with him yet to be seen. Alvin Kamara is back. Um was he uh was he one of the uh alleged assaults or was he the uh playing Pokemon suspensions? No, he beat somebody up in a nightclub, I wanna say. That's what happened to him. Okay, so he's prone to violence. So that's good for the NFL. So he's gonna get up out some of the anger against the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um I would love to pick Santino, but uh I do not believe in Trevor Lawrence. And uh, I kind of spite AJ Brown, so just out of my, my spite of AJ Brown, I have to suck it up and pick BDI as much as I don't want to. Okay, I'll jump in here. I really, really want to take Santino. Uh, I, I feel like if there was a week for him to do it, it would be this week. Uh, he just needs to pick up some running backs and start them over the backup in Pittsburgh. BDI has the starter in Pittsburgh and he benched him. <laughs> and BDI is starting the backup. Uh, that tells you where we are in fantasy football in the Dicka division. Uh, I feel like Santino could just make some roster moves. He could beat BDI and we could finally end this tyranny of Nick, her, uh, you see what I did there? 
What's up? What's up, BDI? I outsmarted you again. Anyway, uh, yeah, give, give me a BDI. I'm sorry. I, I don't trust Santino to make roster moves to improve his team. This this causes me great pain, gentlemen. Uh, I I think I've picked Santino three weeks in a row, and uh, he's let me down three weeks in a row. Uh, he's got to get Miles Sanders in his lineup. He's got to cut Jamal Williams. He's hurting on IR. He's not going to play. Uh, yeah, um, I think BDI, unfortunately, takes the win this week. Uh, he does get Alvin Kamara back. Um I don't know if he's any good anymore. I guess we're going to find out. Uh, but they do get to play Tampa Bay, which is an interesting first test for them. Uh, again, a low over-under, only 40.5, so Vegas seems to think it's not going to be very high scoring. But I think his wide receivers are, are, are playing pretty well. Uh, there's some great wide receivers in this matchup. Um, but uh, I think BDI has enough to win. Does he have any Monday night players here? Oh no, he 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 does not have any Monday night players, Micah. So there's doesn't look like there's a chance that he could break Santino's heart on Monday night. Uh, that's his. That's well, his. that's good. I don't want to. I don't want to put Santino there. Put him out easy on on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we all feel gross uh, picking BDI to win, <clears throat> but let's go to the next matchup, and we have Micah's Serbia versus Worms. Worm Friedrich. Team Taylor. Uh, two point uh, favorite here for Serbia, um, and a seventy three percent chance to win here. RT Sports is just on like some some crazy shit here. All right, so Worm spends a record amount on Div D brother Divon A Chain. I'm gonna call him A Chain because that makes my head feel better. I don't like A Chan. Mm-hmm. Why is there an E if it's A Chan? It doesn't make any sense. Um. I don't know. Uh, he spends $100 on this guy, and Brother Devon is on the bench. Uh, I, I don't know what. I mean, sure, if, if, you, if you believe enough in, to, in this guy to spend $100 on him, I mean, you got to find a way to play him. You're, you're playing Zay Flowers over him? That's, that's kind of crazy to me. Uh, so based off that lineup decision, uh, Worm's trying to outsmart himself here. And I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do it because I think Serbia wins. I think Jameer Gibbs goes back to his role of being a mini receiver, Bishop. I know you love those kind of guys, uh, like mm-hmm. a Javid Best type. Those are your favorite. Not him. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> Almost anyone but him. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins plays at noon. He's gonna carve up the the the, the Carolina Panthers, and I like Serbia this week, Bishop. Uh, yeah, to me, this is an obvious one. But Tony, I, I feel like he is going to get the Brother Devon in because I think David Montgomery is questionable and they play on Thursday. So I don't think he'll be able to suit up. So I think maybe that's why Worm had to spend $100 because I think Saquon Barkley's still dead, didn't he? Yeah, he's still he hurt might be. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's probably why he had it. He needed someone to start. And he's going to be sorely disappointed when he finds out he gets three carries. Uh, and it'll be the greatest hundred dollars ever spent. Fab dollars. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Micah in this one. Uh, I kind of don't think it's close, even though it says he's only a two point favorite. But I think uh, 
you know, Pastor Cousins is going to rebound this week against Carolina. Uh, I am, I don't like Calvin Ridley, obviously, and he's in London. So I don't even know if they'll let him in because of all the gambling. He'll probably get stuck at a soccer pub betting on darts, whatever stupid sports they play over there. Cricket, right? Aren't they, aren't they big on cricket over there? But that's like a like the entire world likes cricket except for the U.S. Uh-huh. Like darts is like literally just like pubs in England and Scotland. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I went down a rabbit hole once on YouTube of weird sports they play, uh-huh. and England has like eight of the top ten, and it's like the most ridiculous stuff you've ever seen. Uh, anyway, don't Google that. And uh, so yeah, just give me Michael by a lot. Micah, who do you got? Well, as uh, we discussed earlier, it's kind of a uh, awkward position to be in because I've got Gibbs, who is better with Montgomery in the lineup, but yet I don't want Montgomery in the lineup for fantasy purposes. But I want him in the lineup for fantasy purposes and for my Lions fandom purposes. So this is just a weird goddamn game, I'll tell you what. <laughs> but... Um, I do have some worries about uh, some of the receivers that we've discussed about, but Tyler Lockett is playing on Monday night. One point dagger time. Finally going to get revenge for the Clippers game. (laughs) But uh, I think, yeah, I I mean, Worm's got a good team. He's putting up the points so far this year. Uh, Justin Ebert is going to do well against Las Vegas. Um, I need uh, my brother in Christ, Kirk Cousins, to not just don't throw interceptions, just keep losing, but keep putting the points on the board, and hopefully my receivers don't get ignored. I switch to some kickers because the Dallas guy doesn't miss so far, but now he will because I played him. But uh, I think I'll edgeworm this week. All right, boys, uh, breakout player time. Bishop, do you got anybody uh, you like here this week to break out? Yeah, dude, give me that Zach Moss guy. Uh, he never breaks out. He's probably due to break out, and his last name is Moss. Why not? <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, I didn't have, have anybody prepared. Uh, let's go with Devontae Smith, I think, for Micah. I think uh, A.J. Brown was bitching a lot last week about not getting the ball, and they, they made it a point to get him the ball. So I think they'll spread it out a little bit more against Washington. And uh, give me Devontae Smith. Now I'm going to pick uh, Josh Jacobs to break out this year. Same same point he did last year. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Week 4 preview show, Fantasy Football Scoop. And... Boop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.